Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. What's going on, everyone? I hope you are all well. Welcome back to some more r slash Entitled Parents. Entitled parent tried to sneak her kid on a ride and then tries to get me fired. I work at an indoor amusement park. I won't say the name of the place for privacy. But yesterday I had one of the worst days of my working career. It all started normal enough. My friend runs the ride go-karts and the first half of the story is from what she told me during our break. This big group of family and friends walk into the place and instantly start problems. One of the kids is crying and another is throwing tantrums. But since this place is kid-friendly, we're all so used to hearing random children cry and scream, it's basically background noise for us. But the entitled parent walks up to my co-worker and demands her entire group of people get on the ride at the same time. For go-karts, it's a sort of long process because in order for you to ride you have to sign a waiver for each person riding in case there is any injuries and the person can't sue my co-worker tells the entitled parent that and she huffs and makes a big deal about it but finally she takes her demon swarm of children and their parents to do the waivers they return and they try to get on but they have to pay for each person keep in mind this is around 10 or so people trying to ride the track Go-karts can fit up to 20 people because we have a decent-sized racetrack. We try to fit as many people on at one time instead of breaking them into smaller groups, which is a much bigger hassle for us. After the adults pay and we show the waivers, the co-worker moves on to the kids. We're instructed to do the adults first. Now, the kids have to be at least a minimum of 45 inches to ride by themselves. If they're under that, they have to ride with an adult. Because of that, we have a limited number of carts that can take two people. My co-worker begins to measure the kids to see who's tall enough to ride by themselves with someone or not at all. The entitled parent begins yelling at my co-worker to hurry up. CW had finished measuring the kids and then begins to sort them out and put them in lines for single or double riders. Finally, it comes down to the entitled parent's son, Entitled Kid. My co-worker tells the entitled parent that if she wants her entitled kid to ride, she'll need to ride with him. The entitled parent causes a big fuss about how she wants to ride by herself and can't EK ride by himself? Wait, so the entitled parent doesn't even want to get in the same go-kart as their kid? That is strange. My co-worker tells her it's a safety issue and she can't allow the entitled kid to ride by himself. But of course, the entitled parent holds up the line yelling, she's the customer. Finally, my co-worker calls our manager to solve the problem. The manager comes to find me and asks me to drive a double go-kart for a guest. I agree because it's a chance to drive a go-kart for free. I guess that's one of the perks at working at a go-kart place. The manager walked over with me and the entitled parent takes one look at me and when she finds out it's me, she turns to the manager and not so quietly whispers if she can have someone else. The manager asks why I'm not suitable and the entitled parent whispers, I don't want a freaking hood around near my son. 
I'm black and the entitled parent is very, very white. But the manager tells her I'm the only option after sharing a look with me. The manager tells the entitled parent that if she doesn't want to ride with EK, she's happy to give her a refund on her ticket, but her entitled kid cannot ride by himself. This is when the entitled kid begins screaming that he wants to ride and EP begins arguing with my manager about how she's going to sue for discrimination. Finally, the group the entitled parent is with complains to her so that she stops complaining. She tells the entitled kid to wait for her. I am shocked. EP would rather have fun for herself than let her kid be happy. But there's nothing we can do, it's her choice. My manager gives her a refund on his ticket and EP asks for a refund on hers as well. My manager glares at her and walks away. Cue me and my co-worker quietly laughing. The entitled parent huffs and gets into a go-kart. While the entitled kid is waiting for her mum, I felt bad and went with him to play a few games in which he got a stuffed animal. When the entitled parent got off the ride, she asked EK where he was. The kid first explained where me and him had been. I was first thinking, oh snap, how does such a nice kid end up with an EP? But boy, was I wrong. The entitled parent asked the entitled kid loudly if I had touched him anywhere inappropriate. My mouth hung open wide as the entitled kid said yes. Before he even finished talking, the entitled parent started screaming and calling me a rapist and a pedophile. My manager and security come running over and ask what's wrong. The entitled parent begins screaming that I touched her son inappropriately and that she's calling the cops and all that type of stuff. Security looks down at the entitled kid and asks where I touched him. The entitled kid said I gave him a freaking pat on the back when he won the stuffed animal. Security and my manager look at EP like, what the F? But she just keeps on screaming that no matter where I touched her entitled kid, I had no right and that I should be fired on the spot. My manager says she's not going to fire me, but turns to be where the entitled parent can't see her face and rolls her eyes. Don't ever do that again or you'll be fired, lol. I play along with her game and say I'm sorry and please don't fire me. The EP nods her head and then has the frickin' nerve to say, That's right, know your place. I walk away fuming and not trusting myself to not slap a lady. A few hours later, I'm still irritated but not mad. When guess who shows up? I'm running laser tag at this point. Now, we have a big play area. It can fit up to 48 people. There is a party scheduled for the area at the time, and parties get to go in by themselves at their designated time. The entitled parent immediately starts complaining about how come they get to go in and stuff. I calmly explain to her why, and that makes her angrier. That is just so typical of an entitled parent. You give them a little bit of logic, and it just makes them madder. What follows is basically how the conversation went. How come they can go first and by themselves? Because they're a party and reserve the arena for one game. Well, I'm a party too, so we should get to go in. It's my birthday today. I checked later and it wasn't. Why is this entitled parent literally coming across as a six-year-old kid? Even if it was, mom, you still would have needed to reserve and plan your party here to reserve a game. I know there's enough space. Just let us go in with them. Mom, that is not my call. Honestly, it's all down to the other party. I nod towards the other party getting ready to go in. The birthday boy is about 14. He says it's okay for them to join the game because in laser tag, it's much more fun with more people. The entitled parent smirks at me and walks on in. In laser tag, there is a referee, which is me. 
I just read the rules, make sure everyone is strapped correctly for the game, and enforce the rules. I can do this by penalizing a player for not following a rule. Penalizing a player means I turn off their vest for 30 seconds, which means they can't shoot and is basically a walking target, and deduct points. Once I start reading the rules, the entitled parent says loudly to her friend she can't understand me over my deep African accent. I've never been to Africa a day in my life and was born in the USA. Oh my god, even more blatant racism. I ignore her and go through all the rules and boring stuff. Once everyone is in game, I keep reminding everyone, no running. We have a multiple story arena for laser tag and I've seen people run and fall down a flight of stairs because they weren't looking. Now, I'm not an idiot, it's a play arena, so I know there's going to be some running. I'll only penalize someone if they're running too fast. And what a surprise, I penalized the entitled parent and her entitled kid multiple times for running too fast. Finally, EK runs so fast, he hits a wall so hard it falls off. Granted, it was only held up by flimsy nails, but still, I pause the game and tell him to leave with no refund. The entitled parent comes flying at me, screaming how dare I pause the game and tell her something. To leave. What she forgets is when I'm referee, my word is literally law when the game is being played. I tell her if she keeps arguing, I'll kick her out too. The entitled parent spits in my mother freaking face and I get so annoyed and kick both her and her entitled kid out. Well, good for you. I apologize to everyone and finish the game. I feel so bad for the birthday party that I give them another free game to play. The entitled parent comes stomping over while I'm sitting there with no guests. She has my manager in tow. She begins screaming at me for kicking her out of the game. My manager asks what happened and I tell her. The entitled parent doesn't even try to deny it. Okay, so just so I understand, the entitled parent went through all the trouble of getting the manager over but then doesn't even deny that her and her kid were sprinting the entire game. Of course, the manager picks up her walkie-talkie and calls for security. The entitled parent turns to me and grins. You're gonna get it now, N-word. Oh my god. My manager is furious right now and once security comes, she flips the F out. She tells the entitled parent that she is never, ever allowed back into this place and that if she is caught near this place again, she will call the police. But the entitled parent, who is clearly one of the most incredibly stupid people I have ever met, retaliates by calling the police themselves. At this point, the manager gives me the rest of the day off. I left just as the cops were pulling up. I'm home now and won't hear the rest of the story until the time I go into work. I'll update when I hear what happened. Well, I bet you guys are all dying to know what happened, but unfortunately... Oh wait, hang on, what's this? There is an update, here we go. So, what happened after I left work is only what my co-workers and friends told me what happened. A few of the details might be missed since I wasn't there, but I'll try to explain it how they told me. Apparently, once the cops came in, she completely changed her demeanor, well why doesn't that surprise me, and began speaking to them politely like she was a respectful citizen. Here's where it gets a bit foggy, because the officers went with my manager and the entitled parent into the security office to look at the cameras. But what I know for sure is she came out the back office as mad as one of those Lucifer wasps. She screamed, yelled, and cried. She was rolling around on the floor in what looked like a failed dance move. My friend, who recently got off the clock, 
watched the whole thing and recorded it. The entitled parent was dragged to her feet by the officers while her group of manager haircut Karens and their demon spawns watched far, far away. Apparently, she was charged with the crimes of trespassing and disturbing the peace. After hearing that, I guess she figured out no point in trying to be reasonable now. Wait, why hasn't she been charged with being an absolute racist bigot? Oh, here we go. So she started screaming how the big black boy should be arrested for molesting her child. Now, the officers explained to her that during the viewing of the security footage, they saw me do nothing illegal. But here's the part I like. She could also be charged with child neglect for leaving her child alone while she got on the ride. But since I was there to watch over him, in a way, she could narrowly avoid that crime. She insisted that her son was traumatized and that he'll never be the same again and that this will teach her to trust filthy blacks. What the heck? Notice how she stopped from using a racial slur because an officer was there. They put her in handcuffs and dragged her away. My friend made sure to tell me especially that the entitled kid looked at his mum being dragged away, waved and went back to his game. Oh, this is definitely one of those where the entitled kid has learned everything from his horrible mother. I was called down to the police station to give a statement and they asked if I wanted to press charges. I talked with my foster parents and my uncle, who's a lawyer, and decided not to for two main reasons. Firstly, court cases cost a lot of money and it would be a hassle to run back and forth for the trial in civil court. And secondly, I personally felt bad for the kid. Yeah, I kind of do as well. Racism isn't born with you, it's learned. Yeah, that's absolutely true. So I honestly didn't want this kid to grow up thinking his mum had to pay or be in prison basically of the word of me which might continue the cycle of hatred and racism well that's actually very sensible thinking good job i know those reasons don't seem like much but i talked it over with my family and we decided it was the best plan of action one last point i want to make before i end this long long story Racism is never okay. Thousands of people have died in history over racism and stuff. I do not tolerate racism or bigotry. It's just not okay. Well, I can certainly vouch for that. As some of you may know, my degree at university was in history and the amount of disgusting racism and bigotry over the years is just abhorrent. And one last thing to say, F you, Karen. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. My family is pressuring me to give my sister, who is 23, my 28 and also female wedding venue because she needs it more and is pregnant. Part 1. My fiance and I have been together for eight years and engaged for three. I was doing my PhD program and was juggling planning the wedding. My fiance took much of that work, but it was perfect because our dream venue was booked till after my graduation. So what we did is book our dream venue three years in advance. It is really a beautiful venue. The only slot we got was September of this year. My sister got engaged a few months ago to her fiance. They were planning on having a spring wedding next year. They had no venue lined up but had a few vendors lined up as well as a set date yesterday our parents invited us and our so's to a family barbecue where my sister announced to our extended family that she is expecting everyone was so happy for her and my brother-in-law who is a great guy my nan asked my sister if the wedding was still on the set date or if they were going to wait because of the baby 
She said no, that she hoped to move it to September. No big deal. We don't have many out-of-town guests, so they could attend both weddings, no problem. Nan was happy and asked my sister if she needed help planning such a short-notice wedding. My sister then turns around and said, That's what I wanted to talk to you about. I was really, really hoping we could kind of like take your venue. I really cannot stress myself too much with planning a wedding while going to maternity classes. And I think it is so beautiful. It would really mean a lot to me. It went silent, but everyone was looking at me, expecting me to say, Yes, of course, everything for my little sister. My brother-in-law, remember her fiancé, looked very uncomfortable and told her that they had talked about this and that it was not okay to put me on the spot. But my sister just said, Don't be like that. My sister wants to do what's best for me, so it's no big deal, right? I just said, Well, it kind of is. I don't know. I have my heart really set on the venue. Cue the crying. She stormed off. Nan told me that I was being selfish because she needed the venue more than I did. Well, to me, it sounds like you don't just have an entitled sister, you have an entitled Nan as well. I tried to defend myself and my mother said, you waited three years. Would it have killed you to wait a few more months? When has your sister ever asked you for something? Oh my God, her entire family seems entitled. A few comments later, my fiance got really mad and we left. Yeah, I'm not surprised. How is everyone in their family expecting her to cancel her wedding for her sister that doesn't make any sense my sister called me crying and said that it was unfair that i always get what i want and that i could have done this one thing for her dad said it is just a venue and what matters is the person who you are marrying he is kind of right but we have been planning this for so long my fiance is furious with my family and doesn't even want my sister to come now my family is threatening not to come because i am being selfish and my sister needs it more than me because having a baby is too stressful well that is an interesting start let's move into part two my brother-in-law called me and apologized for the inconvenience he told me he had discussed it with my sister and she had told him she would not ask he is properly mad with her now and warned me that my sister is blaming me for potentially ruining her marriage my father has sent me about five texts along the lines of i hope you were happy your sister hasn't stopped crying since yesterday and so on and so on by the way the reason i'm using that voice is because her father has the worst logic i've ever heard of and must be entitled as well my fiance and i had decided to boot my sister from the bridal party and replace her with my aunt who is the only family member that took my side we have not decided whether or not we will invite my family as a whole furthermore my mum took it upon her to tell on us she called my fiance's parents and told them that it would be best if my sister gets it because she is pregnant and preeclampsia runs in the family whatever that means my future father-in-law told them to f off and basically rip my mum a new one for expecting something so ridiculous and that they were going to lose me if they kept playing favorites yeah that is absolutely true so my mum is now crying too and saying that my father-in-law is a butt this is just getting so pathetic it seems straight out of a bad soap opera My in-laws are driving to us currently with some supper and wine and basically told me not to worry and that no matter what happens, they will be my safety net. I cried of happiness. It sounds to me like you need to transfer your family. Your fiance's family seemed great and pretty normal, but your family seems horrible. Moving into part three now. So it hasn't been that long, but this post blew the heck up. 
I was expecting only a few answers, but the support was overwhelming. What boggled my mind is that this story flooded over to mainstream media. But let's get to the story. So since this went viral, a lot happened. Oh, I know exactly what's going to happen. All their family is going to see that this has gone viral. I can't wait to see the reactions. Starting with my sister. My sister saw this story while browsing on her Reddit account. She lost her mind. She accused me of painting her like a loony and misinterpreting facts. She said that I was being unfair, that she is family and that she asked nicely because she loves me. She also underlined the fact that the opinion of internet strangers doesn't count because family is more important and I should focus on making my family happy. The only text I sent back was this. I'm sorry that you perceived it that way. I did not in any matter distort what happened. As you might notice, I didn't describe your tone nor exaggerated anything. Perhaps you have that night different in your mind than I do, but I digress. I am sick and tired of bending to your will. My whole life I have been your servant and your doormat. Remember all the birthdays I had to share with you because you would throw a tantrum because you didn't get presents? Or when you cried so that I would fill out job applications for you? But the thing that has hurt me the most till now is when you ruined my graduation. I am done. I admit that I also spoiled you, but I will not any longer. If you want to marry so badly before your baby is born, then you could look at Hotel X that offers last minute weddings. I've spent too much time planning my wedding to gift it to you. And if you want to ruin our relationship over this, then go ahead. I will sleep sound and safe knowing that it wasn't my fault. She only sent me a, wow, you must love me so very much. And she blocked me. Well, how childish. She unblocked me this morning to send me this. This is a message straight from the wedding planner. Hello, dear. I got the message from your mother and will proceed with the rebooking of the venue on the spot. However, this will have extra costs as we have have to change the names on the contract. Wait, what has her sister actually rebooked the venue? Please come by my office tomorrow so we can sign the new contract. My sister said, that's great. I'll be there at nine. Now, my parents, they haven't actually written to me since the thing with my father-in-law. My older brother contacted me and wanted to know what happened because he got a weird story from mum and dad. Mum had told me that I had offered previous to the barbecue to give up the venue to my sister and that I humiliated her. I told him what what really happened and he had no problem believing me. We talked a lot about our parents' behavior and he confessed that him moving was partly due to our parents being, and I quote, idiot heads to us. He told me that mum had gotten wind from this post and was mad at me for betraying my family. I haven't written to my parents what so many of you advise me to do because I have to come to terms with the fact that they love my sister more than me, if they love me at all. The wedding. We sat together and put passwords with majority of our vendors and also with the venue directly. We didn't talk to our planner yet, which is why the text of my sister worries me so much. Also, we cancelled the catering that my parents paid for. So short term, we won't be able to get a full catering like we wanted to. But all our friends and my fiance's family will help us prepare a buffet and everyone is going to chip in. That will be our bachelor party. As we will have to spend more on our food now, we cancelled our bachelor parties and we'll have a family and friends cooking session. Thank you again for helping me see how toxic my family is. I will try to sort it out. If they apologize from the bottom of their heart, they will be allowed into my wedding. But if not, then, well, I still have my brother who will be walking me down the aisle and my aunt. Part four, we called my planner and she was actually really horrified. She told me she never had as much talk to my mother since the day we went to book the venue. 
She assured me that even if they were to call and say that I wanted it, I had to be present to make any changes. So we informed everyone that will work for us on our wedding and they offered to hire security for that day at a reduced price. And that is the end of that truly insane story. I can't quite believe what I just read. You know what? App State 1901 has it absolutely correct. It wasn't that your sister didn't want that venue. She didn't want you to have that venue. She was blasé in the fact that she would have it in September as well as yours and just didn't even think for a second to try and book anywhere else. It's clear that she's been trying to one-up you her entire life and it's time for that to stop. And as for your family, who are also insanely entitled, it seems that they're just allowing her to do that and supporting her in her demands to be as toxic as possible. But it's great to see that you do have some good, well-mannered people surrounding you. Your brother and aunt seem fantastic and your fiancé's family are great. Spend more time with them. Anyway, that is the end of this crazy entitled parents story. I hope you enjoyed and if you did, click on the screen for more entitled parents right now. With that being said, I will see you all very soon with some more stories. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.